0: Welcome to A Course in Miracles Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour! 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 <laughs> Oh, it's good to join together. It is, it is, it is, and I am grateful for this wonderful opportunity we've given ourselves to transcend time and space for the purpose of our awakening, our healing, our transformation. So I invite you to place your hand on your heart. Let's bless ourselves and the whole world right here, right now, as we take a holy breath, a breath of gratitude, a breath of expansion and clarity and freedom and joy and the all good shining in our hearts and in our minds. We are truly grateful and truly thankful to dedicate this time together to our expansion and our healing. We are grateful to partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self to welcome and recognize our divinity is real. It is intact. We are grateful to lay upon the holy altar fire of divine love any and all sense of lack, attack, limitation, and separation thinking. We are giving it up and over. We are grateful to surrender it now and forever, and to walk in the light of love. We are grateful. We are grateful to open ourselves to the unprecedented, to the unlimited. We are grateful and thankful to join together to recognize the holiness in our brothers and sisters as well as ourselves. We're calling forth holy relationships, healing in the body, healing in the mind, healing in the heart, healing in our life. We are willing to walk the talk and live the love, and in gratitude we allow it to be. In gratitude we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them, and we say, and so it is, Amen. Amen, amen. Ah, wonderful. Yes. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. I just got here yesterday. I'm visiting my dad and his wife. After my mom passed away in 2008, my dad remarried a few years later, maybe five years later. And, yeah, so I'm visiting them in Asheville I was here once before for one night I did not see anything (laughs) I was just passing through on a drive from Maine to California and uh, so I'm, I'm very happy to be here and to have some precious time with them and to explore Asheville a little bit I'm not much of a sightseer anymore. The sites that I'm interested in seeing are the true reality. Yes indeed. So today is a fun topic uh requested by my friend Kevin. And so I'm very happy to do this. We're talking about Ascended Masters and A Course of Miracles. And there are um I feel some wonderful references that inspire and comfort me. And so I'm going to invite you to uh, look at a section that I, I recommend very highly that people really read and study. And that is the development of trust section in chapter four of the manual for teachers. And... It, as is often quoted, talks about mighty companions in paragraph 6. So, in the development of trust, you go through different stages, different periods. And the one that's called a period of settling down, Jesus tells us that uh, when you're ready to go on, you go with mighty companions beside you. So uh, that's at the end of uh, the settling down period. So after the settling down period is a period of unsettling. Ah, uh, don't you know it? And so, but we fear, fear not because we go with mighty companions beside us. And uh, many people interpret that to be our friends, that by this point we now have spiritual friends to go with us, which is certainly true. But one of the things that I experienced, and I definitely see that in my spiritual friends as well, is we recognize that we are not alone. And We have mighty companions in the invisible. And uh, Jesus references this also in a number of different ways in the text. And one that many people are familiar with is from chapter 18, section 3, paragraph 3, where he says, If you knew who walks beside you on the way that you have chosen, fear would be Impossible. If you knew who walks beside you on the way you have chosen, fear would be impossible. So here's another way that we can look at it. We can look at it that not only are we walking with ascended masters, angels, these mighty companions and the invisible that really truly our essence and nature our very beingness is ascended master and that we have chosen to put these veils in our mind that limit and block our awareness of the truth and so we are already perfect we're not becoming perfect we're already Perfect. We are not becoming free, we're already free, but we have chosen to put limits in our awareness that block our remembrance of the truth. So A Course in Miracles, the workbook, is actually a program, a mind training, to help us see that Life is indeed far better without the things that we have made So the things that we have made are the veils and blocks to the truth The different aspects of the illusion that we hold on to and treasure that causes pain and suffering So I I really like this perspective on our life Because if we have to earn it, it's a whole different thing, isn't it? But if all we have to do is let go of the blocks in our mind to the truth, we can do that, especially with all this help from the ascended masters in the invisible. Another treasure from the text is where Jesus says to us, and this is in Chapter 7, Section 3, Paragraph 1. It's the reality of the kingdom. He said, When I said, I am with you always, I meant it literally. I am not absent to anyone in any situation. Because I am with you always, you are the way, the truth, and the life. When I said, I am with you always, I meant it literally. I am not absent to anyone in any situation. Because I am always with you. You are the way, the truth, and the life. So, what I often feel is part of my job to do, and all of our jobs to do, is first to remember that for ourselves, that we are never alone. It's not possible to be alone. That Jesus is always with us, and he's not the only one. We have mighty companions, multiple companions. And part of that multiple companionship is also the angels, We must remember that we have the angels among us, around us, and with us. And we are meant to be like earth angels. And another one of my favorite quotes is about angels and how to heal And get help from the angels. So this comes from Workbook Lesson 183, Paragraph 2, where he's talking about calling on God's name. And he says, God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. Say His name, and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand, and spread out their wings to keep you safe, and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. Yes. Yes, I'm I'm just going to share it one more time. God's name cannot be heard without response nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember to remember our divinity say God's name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. In other words, when we call the angels to help us by calling God's name, I'm calling on God, I'm calling on the angels, I'm calling the ascended masters, the company of heaven, the planetary hierarchy, my beloved brothers and sisters in the invisible. I'm calling for the maximum healing and support right here, right now. These thoughts that are not true... Please take them from my mind so I never think them again. The thoughts I think are the thoughts I think with God. And that's all I'm interested in. I am choosing healing. I am choosing awakening. I am choosing to serve the light with my every breath, my every thought, every aspect of my life and being. Help me now. This kind of prayer... It's not begging and beseeching. It is asking in the Course, Jesus tells us, asking it is given because it already has been given. So ask for that mighty assistance because it's already been given to you. But we so often block it out. We so often don't actually want to have it. We truly want at times, to be on our own, to make our own mistakes, to feel bereft and sad and limited and living in lack. I know I used to do that all the time, feed the fire of my pain and suffering. Instead of calling upon that that precious fire that burns away all sense of lack and limitation, all thoughts of attack. So it's our choice in each and every moment. We get to decide what we'll choose, what serves our life of love. We are grateful and thankful that we can choose higher. Help me choose higher. Reaching out to the friend who can see and know and feel clearly everything. All truth. Seeing beyond time and space. Knowing the causality of everything. Reaching up to that higher Holy Spirit self, that mighty I am presence and the ascended masters and the angels for love and support just makes good sense if, big if here, we're truly interested in awakening. And many are not that truly interested in awakening. They're more interested in ending their pain and suffering Than they are in remembering their true identity. And I've been in that position. So no judgment for it. But we can choose higher. So that's the practice. Is to wake up every morning. Jesus help me choose higher today. Angels help me see the higher choices today. Help me no longer be interested in the lower choices. So I've learned to do things like go into you go into a store like let's say you go into the grocery store help me see only the highest and best choices you go into a restaurant help me see only the highest and best choices you go into uh, a room with your family help me see only the highest and best choices help me to be that loving place of infinite intelligence expressing in through and around me let me be your voice and this is what the teachers of god are called to be they are called to be in the world of form so that people will remember their true identity this is the role that we've chosen let's do it so i i find all of these references to angels to a higher companion the mighty companion that Jesus is always with us. Spirit is always there for us. So we don't ever have to go it alone. And I think for me, there's so much comfort in that. And I, I've experienced that healing more times than I could ever remember or count. And this is one of the main things I teach in Finding Freedom in Masterful Living is how to keep remembering it. How to stop forgetting it. Right? That's why my Finding Freedom from Fear course is like a boot camp. And that's why my courses have all this group support and spiritual counselors and all these people to walk and talk together so that we remember and don't forget. We build that sacred discipline that becomes that fire that burns away the dross that we've allowed to take up residence in our field. Because we of ourselves are not bad or wrong or unworthy, unlovable. No. But the thoughts that we think... The choices that we make are unworthy of our Ascended Mastership. The choices that we make are unworthy of our true identity. And because we make them, we think that we are unworthy. But that's not true. All are worthy. When we think someone else is unworthy... A lot of people I meet right now are so angry at various politicians and uh, workers in the government. Totally understandable. And all of that vitriol that can be directed at those people is not helping them. Of course it's not. And it's not helping us. We are not living the love and walking the talk. So that's why we feel unworthy. If we think someone else is unworthy, we will automatically feel that we are too. So the only way out is to recognize that all are worthy. And sometimes we have such a strong attachment to thinking That's wrong. That's bad. That should not be. It should be different. They should not do that. Totally understandable. And when it leads to attack thoughts, when it becomes these weighty judgments, that's where our unworthiness emerges. Because that's where it comes from. It comes from giving ourselves permission to attack yes indeed so that's why my whole focus for myself and for the folks in my classes is to be able to find the support offer the support share the support that we will become trained to see and look for to know to actually desire The higher choices. To be in a higher conversation. Again and again and again. That's. A true higher conversation. Because I've been in spiritual community for a long time. And. What we aspire to in finding freedom. In masterful living at the power of love ministry is 100%. I don't see any of us, including myself, being there yet. But we can get really close up on 100%. So myself, even just as I was preparing for the radio show, something was coming into my mind where I was starting to think of thoughts to defend myself. And justify my choices. And I notice those thoughts have a different vibration than the thoughts of peace and harmony and love and and how can I be truly helpful today and, and uh, who is it that I can feel uh, I'm to pray for today. Those thoughts have a totally different vibration, a tenor, than the thoughts of defending myself (laughs) of course they do so when I I've trained myself to recognize the shift in vibration and then I say oh okay I fell into some uh, defending thoughts I must believe that I'm being attacked if I'm defending myself so ah yes I can see that I do feel I'm being attacked and That's a perception. This is not the real world. I cannot be attacked in the real world. I can appear to be attacked in the illusion, but it's an illusion, so the attack is not real. I am invulnerable because I'm extending peace, I'm extending love, I'm invulnerable. So let me not believe that these attacks are real, that they have any power or validity, And I partner up. I partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, the mighty I am presence. I partner up with Jesus to help me to surrender the defensive thoughts and any attacking thoughts that go with them. Because the Course teaches us that when we're defending ourselves... When we're making a case for ourselves, we're actually gearing up to justify our attack. And for many people, they don't realize, and this was me, that much of their life is designed around these defensive thoughts, which are actually, the purpose that they serve is not to defend us. But actually, it's an excuse to attack. It's an excuse to attack. So we're looking for an excuse to attack. If we feel attacked, oh, then our attack thoughts are totally justified. Except attack is never justified. Never, never, never. And every time we go into attack thoughts, ah, there's our unworthiness. There's our regret, our resentment, the guilt, the blame, the shame. Oh, it all comes falling down on top of us. And then we feel afraid. Really afraid. Because we feel fundamentally unworthy. We feel fundamentally bad. And that's not our true identity. And we fell into the ego track trap again. It seemed so innocent. Well, they're attacking me. I am merely saying these these attack thoughts are not true and here's why and now I'm defending myself, and then I'm attacking them and then here I go down, down, down into the quagmire again, but working with the ascended masters and the angels, really being present to them, whether you feel them, sense them, hear them, any of that does not matter. They're still there. If you'd like to see them, feel them, hear them, sense them, rely upon them, just start relying upon them, communicating them with them, with their thoughts. That's what I did. And then I began to sense them and feel them and recognize, oh, they are there. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) That's very helpful. (laughs) Yes, it is. So I love this topic. Thank you, Kevin. And if you would like to send me a topic, feel free, write to me at admin at jenniferhadley.com. admin, A-D-M-I-N at jenniferhadley.com also remember you can go to the livingacourseandmiracles.com forward slash podcast or you can google A Course in Miracles podcast find uh, the livingacourseandmiracles.com page and you can um, search there for your topic put in your keyword you'll probably find it we've got so many episodes already I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're living the love, walking the talk. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles. Living the love, walking the talk. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be talking about this wonderful topic of Ascended Masters and A Course in Miracles. And I'd like to share with you some of my experiences because it's so important to me to... Let people know that we have this incredible support in the invisible. And I say incredible because until you really start to tap into it, it's hard to believe. One of the reasons why I teach about prayer is because prayer has transformed my life. People are often very grateful that in Finding Freedom and Masterful Living, I teach about prayer. The power of prayer and how to use prayer powerfully. And of course, the Miracles talks about that as well. Prayer is a medium of miracles. Prayer is communication with God and our Creator. It is restorative, it is renewing, it is revitalizing. Just like coming together and practicing together, doing it, the work together, in person and online. This communication and connection together is what it's all about. That's where the restoration comes from. It comes from the joining together. And I have such a strong intention with this podcast to join together with you. So most people don't listen live. Uh, most people listen later, and uh, which is fine. But we are not bound by time and space. So we can join together even though we are not in person. And we can even do it when we're not focused on each other at the same time. And that's why I record my daily prayer every day. So that any point during the day, 24-7, you can reach out and pray with me. And we are transcending time and space right there. Right then, in that moment. So, even this, I'll say this, because I've learned this from the Masters. That, let's say that you forgot something in the past... You forgot to say hello, you forgot to be kind, you forgot to be patient, you forgot to be generous of heart, you forgot to be the earth angel, the teacher of God that you're designed to be, and now you're feeling the sting of that memory. So in that moment, you can practice self-forgiveness, relinquishing any judgment or attack thoughts about yourself. Of course you can do the same thing with other people if you're attacking them after the fact. And then just hand over those judgments and all the consequences. So this is the prayer at the end of chapter 5. I must have made a wrong decision because I'm not at peace and I can give all the consequences of my wrong decision To the Holy Spirit for healing. So we can also, because we are these masterful beings, not bound by time and space, we can actually get still in our mind, go back to that place, that place in time and space where we were rude or unkind, and say, Holy Spirit, this was the moment of my wrong decision. Please undo all these consequences. My heart intention is to love and bless this person and that our relationship is a blessing to ourselves and to the world. Please make our relationship holy. Show me my part in it. Thank you so much for the healing. Amen. And in doing these kinds of practices that I give out constantly, uh That's how we discover we are not alone, that we are working with a team that is always with us. I strongly encourage people who maybe didn't have good mothering or weren't good mothers uh, in their own judgments uh, to call upon Mother Mary and Kuan Yin, that Divine Mother. Teach me. Heal me, Requalify everything that I ever chose to attack my mother, to attack my children, to attack any mother whatsoever. Please re-qualify all of that. Heal it back to the root cause. Undo all the consequences of my wrong decisions. I am so grateful to call forth this healing now. One of the greatest gifts that we can give to ourselves is the gift, it seems like we're giving it to others, which is to release them from any negative karma that they generated in their relationship with us. So many people have had parents who were unkind and cruel I've talked with a lot of people that have been through that. And the true forgiveness. And going that step further, that uh, the karmic ties would be dissolved and resolved permanently. And that all would be free. That uh, I've done this where I've, I've really felt in my being that these things that happened to me, where these people were cruel or unkind or uh, attacking to me, critical of me, blaming me, whatever occurred, that I can say to spirit, let me harvest all the learning from it. Let me learn and grow from it. Let me be made more loving, more gentle, more kind, More beautiful, more my true self because of it. And let me share all these benefits with the person who helped me attain them. I set them free from any karmic debt they seem to owe to me. And I pray for them to free themselves of any karmic debt that they may feel they owe, any guilt. Any shame that they are holding on to, and so we can call the ascended masters, Jesus, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, Buddha, Mohammed, and so many more, so many more. Master Katumi was St Francis when he walked the earth. Master Katumi is a guide to me, Master Saint Germain. So precious a presence in my life, teaching me to forgive, true forgiveness. Master St. Germain is that wonderful teacher of forgiveness alongside Jesus and Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, all these wonderful beings. Mm-hmm. So the first discipline is really to align with divine will and recognize it is our will as the Course of Miracles says there aren't two wills, there's just one it's God's will our will is God's will so we can say thy will be mine then since we're part of God we're saying let the highest intentions and aspirations be mine too it's not a surrender of power, it's not a giving in it's a giving up up, 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 up it's it's surrendering the trash and the pain and the suffering not our magnificence it's so that we can express and reveal and share our magnificence so in my journey of awakening I am experiencing, I have experienced that I came to a place after many, many years, many, many, many years, probably two decades or maybe a bit more of studying spirituality. I came to a place. Where I really truly, down on my knees, wholeheartedly said, I'm all in. I don't want to hold back anymore. I don't want to keep some part of my life separate from spirit anymore. I'm all in. And I'm willing to give up whatever must be given up in order for me to be all in. I'm giving up all attack thoughts directed at anyone anywhere i'm giving up the need to be right i'm giving up and over anything that I think I need, and I'm saying, "Teach me, lead me, guide me, show me the way so this was right around the time that I started to uh, look at a course in miracles and became a student of the course. And I was so excited by it, so thrilled by it, that I had to start sharing it with people right away. And so that's what I did. And uh, and that's what I've been doing. So I've been sharing what I've been learning, although not always talking about my experiences with angels and ascended masters. So one thing I'd like to share in this podcast today is that we have four main avenues of intuition, clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance, clairaudience. So clairaudience is clear hearing, clairsentience is clear feeling, claircognizance is clear knowing, and clairvoyance is clear seeing. So we all have these four avenues with which we receive intuition. People ask me about this all the time. Somebody was just asking me about it the other day. It's a very, very common question. What? How am I receiving intuition and guidance? So it's these four ways. And some people are very clairvoyant. Some people are very clairaudient. Some people are very claircognizant. And some people are very clairsentient. So for me, I'm primarily clairsentient. So I feel it. At the same time that I feel the, the shift in vibration and energy, I get thoughts in my mind Sometimes I'm translating the feelings into thoughts, and sometimes thoughts appear. So there's Claire, Sentience and Claire cognizance working together. Sometimes, not a lot, but sometimes I actually hear a voice in my ear. Sometimes it's been outside, and it's like I'm looking. there's nobody there. Um, I've had things come through the headphones. On top of music, I was playing. That was weird. <laughs> but it, that occasion was I was walking in San Francisco, and I was listening to music. I was listening. I remember I was listening to Led Zeppelin's "Whole Lot of Love" song. I love, and uh, it was that great break, you know. And so there were no lyrics coming through, you know, and. I, I can't uh, sing that for you, but um, you may be well aware of it. It's so yummy. And so I'm listening to that. I'm totally grooving out and I'm crossing the street. And I hear like a shout come through the headphones. It was not uh, somebody on the street, it was coming through the headphones. And it was not part of the Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin track where it said, Watch out! And I looked. And there was a car coming in right towards me. So I moved. Um, I remember that one. But there have been other times when I've actually heard a voice. Um, and then sometimes I get visuals, as we all do. I get images. And and I know it's clairvoyant, intuitive, because they're not my images. Just like with the claircognizance, the thoughts. It's not, these are not my thoughts. Like, I rely entirely upon my intuition to guide me with my work in the power of love ministry deciding what to do when and uh, sometimes uh, well a lot of times actually we're working in classes with tools that i've gotten intuitively and people will be like wow this this is an amazing tool i love it i'm like i love it too so glad it was given to me but I don't feel like it's mine it's mine to share and it's mine to use but I so clearly know I did not come up with these things <laughs> I know that's not my my personality does come up with things like that but I I feel ownership of them in sharing them and I'm very glad to share them and I do. And that's the whole thing with my classes is sharing these uh, insights and tools, very specific tools that are given to me to help undo the mind at a much faster pace. Just like we have all the tools in A Course in Miracles. But many people read A Course in Miracles without practicing it. That's why I created that a Course in Miracles app To help us practice, you can set the reminders in your phone. The app is free. It's just called A Course in Miracles app with deluxe features, complete with deluxe features. I think that's the full title. And you'll see the book with the butterfly. And um, you can find it wherever you get your apps for your phones and your tablets. And... So it's that level of practicing. So for me, I consistently am asking for love, support, direction, guidance, insight, wisdom, clarity. And uh, if you've been in class with me and you can see me, even if you can hear me, and sometimes on this the podcast here, I... And I take pauses. I close my eyes sometimes. I just listen. I'm just waiting. What am I say here? What is, oh, I can feel. There's something more that's coming through. So I feel, I get a sense, ah, there's something more. And I've just come to learn that sense. So for instance, as I was sharing with somebody over the weekend, You learn to recognize the sound of your mother's voice or your father's voice. If you have a good relationship with them, you learn to, or even a bad relationship with them, but you are familiar with their voice. You learn to recognize their voice in a crowd above all else. You could pick up the phone without looking at it. And the person on the other end of the line could say, hey, how are you? If it's your mom, if it's your dad, you would recognize that voice. Like you would of your lover. You recognize that voice. Your best friend. You recognize that voice. You recognize the vibration, the tone, the tenor of it. And it's the same with spirit. The, whether it's clairvoyance, clairsentience, clairaudience, claircognizance. All those four avenues of delivering guidance, inspiration, intuition. The 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 vibration... Is really, you may not consciously recognize, oh, it's the vibration that sets it apart. Uh, many people call it the still small voice. How is it that we can hear the still small voice? Because we're interested. So in a cacophony, we can still hear the still small voice because it is a vibration apart from all the rest. And we can learn to recognize that. So um, my knowing of working with the Masters and the Angels now for many years is they're always there to be called upon. And people don't call upon them because they have become, they've convinced themselves they're unworthy of support. So they are trying to go it alone. And therein lies the whole issue of separation. Get it? We are the ones who decided we're unworthy. We're the ones who decided that someone could be fundamentally bad. And when we decided that about someone else, we had to make it true about ourselves because there is No other. We cannot think a thing about someone else and not believe it about ourselves. That's just not possible when you share the one life, the one mind. So we came into this belief system. We forgot to laugh. (laughs) We forgot to laugh. Oh no, if only I'd remembered to laugh, but we can remember to laugh now. So now when we think, oh, what an idiot. What an idiot that guy is. Ah, you moron. When we think these thoughts, we can go, ah, it's time to laugh. Ah, there, I'm forgetting to laugh. Okay, Jesus, help me laugh. Help me remember to laugh. Yeah, that's why I love when we do in-person events, people always say, oh my gosh, you're so funny, we laugh so much, I can't believe we laugh so much. Like right now I'm preparing for uh, next month in September, I'm doing the recovery from sexual abuse retreat. And I know people are going to say, I did not expect to laugh so much, we must remember to laugh. Yes, we must. And that's why I love doing in-person events because there's really a lot of laughter that happens. So sometimes there's a lot of tears too, but we're getting it out of the system, and that's deeply healing. So we can go home having laid the burdens down and left them there. And one of the—it's always surprising to me. Last year, uh, I did this teacher training: how to lead and create a workshop. Uh, and the certification to teach my "Forgive and Be Free workshop and I'm doing it again this October and uh, people said afterwards I did not expect to have all this personal healing and transformation I really thought I was just going to learn these skills oh no, no, no if I can get you in the room with me we're going to do a lot of healing because regardless of what kind of a workshop you'd like to teach it maybe it's on real estate maybe it's on dog walking maybe it's on um children taking care of your children or or being a better parent or you'd like to do a workshop on acupuncture and how to improve your eyesight with kundalini yoga or whatever it is that you might like to teach about uh If you can remove some of the veils and blocks to love in your mind, you're going to be a better teacher. So that always has to be part of the curriculum. Same with uh, the spiritual counseling training intensive is an intensive healing retreat because there's a whole bunch of crap that is false and not helpful that you need to let go of in order to be an effective spiritual counselor, and many people come anyway just because they would like to be better communicators, have stronger intuition, and all of these things and even with my spiritual counseling training and certainly with the teaching i 'm always saying you know, include prayer in it call upon the masters and the angels the company of heaven to walk with you and talk with you each and every moment of every day because therein lies your expansion your healing we we can say to the masters we can say to jesus and the angels lift me up lift my vibration up above the battleground i'm willing to walk above the battleground today I'd like to have more clarity about my true identity today. I'd like to know who I am today. Let me see my brothers and sisters as they truly are today. This is the divine opportunity that the Masters are here to support us within each and every moment. And when you train yourself, to not go it alone anymore, to get this help from the invisible, you'll be amazed at what a difference it makes in your life. One, one, we're speeding towards the end here. So one quick thing I'd like to share is, for me, I am the least clairvoyant. And so I, I have friends who can see the Masters standing in front of them with all their light and glory and the whole company they bring with them. I don't have that seeing. I have that sense. And I think that one of the reasons I don't have that visual yet is so that I would learn to have trust and faith without it. Without it. And Spirit sent to me people who can see all of that but don't have the trust and faith that I have. So I'm very glad for everything just as it is. I'm so grateful and thankful to pray with you today and to bless our lives together. I'm going to say another quick prayer here. And I am blessing everyone who donates to fund the Power of Love Ministry free classes and this podcast. In gratitude, we harvest all the wisdom from our experiences. We are grateful and thankful for the love of God shining in our heart and mind now and forever. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all. We let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I love you.